the Big John, the 17th chapter. Big John 17. We'll start in the 20th verse. Now we've taught some of this along this line a couple of weeks ago, but I want to add some to it. 20th verse, Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their words, that they all, say out loud, all, all. that includes me. Say it. That includes me. Say it again. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee. And they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Now he's not just praying here, but he's making a request of God that we understand something that we may all be one as thou, Father, are in me. Now, very few Christians would even consider such a thing as that. Very few Christians would even let that kind of thought cross their mind that God the Father is to me exactly who He was to Jesus. Now, that's what he's saying here. He said that they all may be one as... In the same way, in the identical way, in the same amount, the same degree, or the same capacity. See, we have had teaching in the body of Christ that Jesus Christ had the fullness of the Spirit without measure. And that's true. But He still got the fullness of the Spirit and without measure, and He lives in you. Hallelujah. So whatever he's full of, you are full of. Amen. Now can you imagine and to fathom the thought that Jesus is trying to get across here? Father, as thou art one with me, that the body of Christ may be one, even as we are one. He wants you to know that God the Father is the same to you as he was to Jesus in the same degree, the same capacity. See, Christianity does not, does not even dare go to that uh, extreme. They wouldn't dare say that. They say Jesus was one and alone, and He was the only one like that. He was until the resurrection. He was until the cross. There was none like Him. God the Father in Him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Amen. But now, after the resurrection, He is no longer the only begotten Son of God. He is now the first begotten. He is the first born out of spiritual death. He came out of death, hell, the grave, and defeated everything along the way, bless God. And when He was seated at the right hand of God, He lifted us up out of a horrible pit and a miry clay and set our feet on a solid rock and seated us in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So now, Father, as you was with me, I ask you to be one with them. Jesus would say such things as when you've seen me, you have seen the Father. 
Do you know the body of Christ ought to be able to say that? Is, let's read that again. That they all may be one. How? As thou, Father, are in me, and I in thee. That they all may be one, not two, not him with you, not him as Emmanuel now, just God with us, but God in us, one with God, one with God, drawn into union, the vine, the branch, praise God. He that's joined the Lord is one. Hallelujah. That's a step higher than, than just saying Christ lives in you. Praise God. That they all may be one as thou, Father, are in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. Why? That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. The world may believe it. What's the world going to believe? They ain't going to believe anything they can't see or hear. They're going to have to see and hear something. What? That God Almighty lives in us. That God, the creator of the universe, is still healing through us. That God, the creator of the universe, is got a people in the earth that He lives in and He's one with and He prospers them, He blesses them, He gives them everything that He has. That they all may be one in us. As thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them. That they may be one, even as we are one. In the same way, in the same degree. Do you believe God the Father is in you in the same degree He was in Jesus of Nazareth? If you believe that, you'll open the blinded eye. Hallelujah. You'll expect God to use you just like He did Jesus. See, God wants a whole family of brothers and sisters. He doesn't want one. Jesus was the master, the pattern. Hallelujah. The glory, 22nd verse, which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one. Do you know you can't, a lot of folks say, well, that means mature. You can't make people mature. They have to grow to do that. He's made you, you've come to the spirits of just men, made perfect. In God's eyes, you are perfect. You're so perfect. You're so holy. You're so sanctified. You're so glorified that a sanctified, glorified, holy God can live on the inside of you and become one with you. He does not become one with unrighteousness. He does not become one with those that are not sanctified. Well, I've been trying to get... You know, the whole movement's trying to get sanctified. 
And God's already sanctified you. See, this is all God's doing. This ain't nothing you've done. Well, I've been living the best I can, Brother Sutherland. Well, you fell short. Miserably. Well, I'm trying to do all I can, Brother Sutherland. Well, I know it. But you need to find out what Jesus has done for you. He's made you one with holiness. He's made you one. He done this. He went to the cross. He died. He was buried. And he defeated hell. And he was given life and came out of that thing. And bless God, he defeated every enemy man had and God had. And now he has made his born-again man a pure holy being that God can be in union with. Twenty-third verse. I and them, thou and me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Praise God. So Jesus said that they may know, see, that they all may be one. One how? One with the God that created the universe. One with the God that created the heavens, the earth, and the seas, and all that it in them is. You know, when they prayed over in the fourth chapter of, uh, 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 of Acts, after Peter and John got out of jail, they went unto their own company, and he said they began to pray. And, and the first thing they did, they didn't say, Now, Lord, look here at the problem. Here's the problem. We got thrown in jail. Them folks don't like us. Them folks will put us back in jail. Those religious folks. No. They went to praising God for who He is. Hallelujah. Got the magnifying God. Thou art God who made the heavens, the earth, and the seas, and all that in them is. And we're in union with you. Bless God. Hallelujah. Now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Now, let me tell you the problem. Stretch forth your hand to heal, and signs and wonders be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. How are you going to do it? You're going to buy me stretching forth my hand. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I told you, but when I was in Moulton, Alabama, they brought a little girl down, had spinal bifida, hole in her spine like this. She was normal from here up, good mind, six years old, five, six, but she was paralyzed from there down. And I, so I said, hand the child to my wife, and you stand behind my wife. And I said, when I lay hands on your child, the power of God's going to go through your child. I want you to know what's going to be ministered to your child. I wasn't doing this just to show her something. I wanted to know what was going to happen to the child, that I'm going to minister healing to that child. And I said, when I lay hands on that, you'll feel the power of God when it comes clean through it. When I laid hands on the child, it knocked the mama flat in the floor over there. Clean through her. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, we've ministered. I said she'll either be instantly healed or begin to amend right now. Right now. Pastor called me day after I got home. Said the mother said, uh, little girl said, Mama, I want to stand up. She said, Sugar, you can't stand up. She said, Oh, yes, I can. And said the little girl stood up and walked around. And she said, Sugar, let me let you sit down and rest a little while. She said, I've been sitting down all my life. I've been sitting down all my life. She wouldn't sit down. And, and she finally just leaned up, up against the wall and just stood there and said, I'm not sitting down. 
And, and she went to sleep standing up. She stood up about four hours, he said, and fell over the floor asleep. Praise God. Hallelujah. God won't... See, I can't do that. No preacher or no man can do anything, but who you are in union with can. That's why he wants you to know, blessed be God, as I was with Jesus, I'm going to be with you. The same identical way. Can you say amen? As means in the same way. Read that 22nd, 21st verse. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me. How was he in there? He healed the blind. Jesus said, it's not I that doeth, but the, the, Christ, but the Father in me. He doeth the works. He said, it was the Father in him doing it. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Hallelujah. As means in the same way, in the same amount. One translation said, in the same degree. Another one said, in the same capacity. How are you going to be with me, Father, in the same capacity I was with Jesus? Someone said, yeah, but he had the Spirit without measure. Well, First John, I mean John 1, 16 said, of his fullness have you received in grace for grace. Whatever he's full of, you have received. It is the Father that placed the Christ in you. Do you know when you got born again, the Spirit of God came into you? The Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, you can call it whatever is anointing, all of it is Almighty God. It is the Spirit of God. There ain't two or three spirits. It's one Spirit. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. How many of you know they're one? Hallelujah. Well, in Him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead, and by your union with Him, you're filled with the same Godhead. <laughs> Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The same degree, the same capacity. What do you mean? The Father is one with us just like He was with Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah. We was in a convention last week. The preacher got to the point he's talking about who you are in Christ. And he got up, but he, did, he said, but we're babies. And he wanted to say we received the baby Jesus like in, in a, 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 you know, in Bethlehem. First John, uh, John 1, 12 said, To many as receive him. You receive the resurrected, glorified Christ, the grown. Well, why are we babies? See, we've got books and I, we sell them in there. Growing up spiritually. It shouldn't say that. It should say growing up mentally, socially, soulishly. Bless God, you've got the full-grown, resurrected God living on the inside of you. Not some little baby in a manger. Amen? Praise God, praise God, praise God. John 1, 12. To many has received Him. Who? This resurrected, glorified God. Amen? He becomes a brand new creation. 20th century translation, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new being. He's a new being. Do you understand that? You're a new kind of being. You ain't some old saved sinner. Well, I'm a forgiven sinner. No, you ain't. You ain't never been a sinner. So don't get that in your head. The old man you was, God killed him. This new man had never been a sinner. God is not going to be in union with a sinner. God is not going to be in union with someone that's unrighteous. He's not going to be in union with someone 
that's unsanctified. Amen. I asked the preacher one time, I said, what is the main thing you preach? So, well, I preach sanctification. I said, well, tell me what that is. I don't know, I don't know exactly what you mean. He said, well, I try to keep my folks saved. Well, you done missed it about 2,000 years because Jesus has done made sure of that. Hallelujah. No, I'm not trying to get you saved. I'm trying to get you to think like God, that blessed God, God the Father's with me just like He was with Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah. And a problem comes up, I don't care what it is, I'm more than a conqueror through Him. I can master anything and everything through the Master who lives in me. Amen? Praise God, praise God. A being like Christ. A being like Christ. With God the Father, one with Him, just like with Jesus. 1 Corinthians 6, 17, said, He that's joined the Lord's one spirit, say out loud, one. one. Field translates that. He that's joined the Lord's a single spirit. See, Ephesians 2.10 said you was created in Christ. Now listen to me. Where, where, where we miss a lot of things is taking things that old time people have preached and they had revelations on things back then. But let me tell you something. God is revealing things in 2004. Bless God, I'm looking for more. I'm looking for more revelation. I'm looking for more understanding. I'm looking for more manifestation of my God through each of us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, I'm not going to hang around on nobody's teaching. I count, it as a, I count it as a foundation. I count it an honor to get to learn from men of old. Hallelujah. Whatever they knew, I count it an honor. But bless God, just like, just like they teach, well, you know, God lives in your spirit. Well, if He does, you've got two spirits in you. God is your spirit. Hallelujah. No longer I, but it's the anointed one living in me. No longer I, he killed I. Who did I? He didn't kill the physical man. He killed the spiritual man. The old spiritual man's gone. You're a new creation made in the very image of Almighty God. Hallelujah. It's no longer I, but it's God. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in you now. He that's joined the Lord's one spirit. Who's your spirit? God. Who's your spirit? Well, he lives in my spirit. No, your spirit and God's spirit is one. You ain't got but one spirit. Spirit, soul, and body. You don't have two spirits, one soul, and one body. Can you say amen? You do not have two separate spirits. You have one spirit in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I had preachers say, well, you're going to have to prove that to me. I don't. Oh, you got more spirits in you than God does, than Jesus? You got more than Jesus got? What do you got? We got one spirit. That's why he said, out of your innermost being, out of your spirit, a flow of rivers of life-giving water. Out of you, why? Because you got the Spirit of the living God in you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I knew what was going to happen when I, 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 I laid hands on that little girl. I knew what was going to happen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I said, 
by faith. The first night there, I said, now I want to tell you this. Not by the unction of the Holy Ghost. Not by the Spirit of God telling me to say it. I said this by faith. How many of you know you got the faith of the Son of God? We need to use it, praise God. I said tonight now, there will be people get teeth filled. You'll begin to feel metallic stuff all in your mouth. And people begin to feel that stuff. One little boy was four years old. I'd seen him before. He snaggled tooth and everything. Old rotten teeth. God filled all his teeth. Hallelujah. We had some testimonies. Praise God. How come these things happen? Because I believe this, that God will show up when you show up. I believe when you walk, God walks. Hallelujah. I believe that. Say, well, Brother Southern, what if I make a mistake? Oh, you know, folks, it's always mistake-oriented. Ain't going to do nothing. God ain't interested in your mistakes. He's, he's interested in you going on towards the mark. He's already provided for every mistake. However big, little, small, or all. Hallelujah. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 5:17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, Philip said, he becomes a new person. What do you mean a new person? I'm talking about a person with God living in him. That he's one with God. I'm talking about not two, but one. Hallelujah. Now look at the greater swallowed up the less your spirit. The old man's gone. Where is he gone? He's gone. He don't exist anymore. God can't even find him because he's been annihilated. You are one with Almighty God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. William said, a new condition has come. In parentheses, he said, and this is all God's doing. It's all God's doing. You may think, oh, I've done good. Oh, boy told me this morning I talked to him. He said, you know, I've been serving the Lord for 15 years. I hadn't backed up one inch. I've done the best I could. I've given everything I could. I've done all this. Now, all your works is as filthy right. It's what Jesus has done. It's what our God has done. Hallelujah, it's what He has made you. And you don't have a right to belittle it. You don't have a right to say, well, I don't, you know, I'm not what I ought to be. You are what God made you. That's why we learn faith, because some of this, you have to operate in faith. You might have failed miserably, but Jesus didn't. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. G.W. Wade said, the original conditions have passed away. Mark, he could have said hark, 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 or lark, or he could have said anything. Mark, they've been replaced by new conditions. Hallelujah. I might want to dance. I just checked in to see what condition my condition is in. I checked in. I know what condition my condition's in. You understand that? I, you know, if I, I don't care if I dance, if I have to, I'll hand bone it in. I, just so you get it. Do you understand that? Hallelujah. We want to get a hold of this thing. Hallelujah. I'm one with Almighty God. We're going to change the world with this. We're going to change Christianity. 
the Christian world is going to find out who they are. <coughs> Turn back to the 14th chapter of Big John. <coughs> 14th chapter. Fifteenth verse. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another comforter. Paraclete. Helper. Advocate. Strengthener. Standby. Intercessor. Why? That He may abide with you till you make a mistake. Oh, did I misread that? That's what Pentecostal people teach. Do you know that? See, they teach you, you make a mistake, you lose your salvation and all that kind of trash. He said he would, he would come and make his abode with you. I pray the Father may give you another comfort that he may abide with you forever, not till you mess up. Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Why can't the world receive? Because they seeth him not, neither knoweth him. If they don't see it or know it, they ain't going to see it. Huh? But you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Hallelujah. He ain't just Emmanuel anymore. He's not just God with us. He's God in us. He is one with us just like he was one with our Master, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. One with you. One in you. And He'll never leave. Never, never leave. Never leave. In the 16th chapter of Big John, look at the 7th verse. He said, nevertheless, I'm going to tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Hallelujah. He said it's expedient. One translation said it's to your advantage. In other words, it's better for you right now than it was for the disciples. It's better for you right now than it was for John the Baptist. It's better for you than it was for Moses. It's better for you right now. Why? Because it isn't just we know God. God Himself dwells on the inside of us. Can you shout amen? amen. It's to your advantage that I go away. I'll come to you by the power of the Spirit of Almighty God. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God will be in us, not just with us. Now, He said He'd be with you, but He's going to be in you. Hallelujah. And how, how is He going to be? He's going to be in you by the Spirit of God, and you and the Spirit of God are going to be one, just like He was one with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The same Spirit that was in Jesus Nazareth is now in us, Romans 8, 11 said the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if He dwell in you, He'll make alive your mortal body. He wants your body sanctified, not just your spirit. He wants you to know your body's been washed with pure water. 
Hallelujah. By the Spirit of the living God. Amen. Colossians 1.19 He said, For it pleased the Father that in Him, Jesus, should all the fullness dwell. All of it. Well, has He got less now? I think He's got more power now than He had when He was here in the earth. He said, All power is given unto Him now. So then, blessed be God. See, a lot of times people want me to explain a verse. The works I do, you'll do also in greater works than these shall you do because I go unto my Father. A lot of people try to say this. Well, the greater works are getting people saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, sure, that'd be greater than God. He said, the works I do. What kind of works are you talking about? Jesus never got one person saved. There was no, no adding to the church daily as, uh, uh, you know, until after the resurrection. Amen? Now, he got the whole, you know, the whole world saved as long as they received it. But getting folks saved and filled with the Holy Ghost is not the greater works that he's talking about. He's talking about the works I do, the preaching, the teaching, the healing, the delivering people from demonic spirits. That's the greater works. How are you going to do greater than that? The greater one lives in you. Greater is he that's in you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Greater than anything that can come against you. Can you shout amen? Hallelujah. So he said, For it pleased the Father that in Him, Jesus, all the fullness should dwell. Then John 1.16, He said, Of His fullness have we received and grace for grace. What do you mean grace for grace? Free gratis. You got it. You got it just because Jesus loved you. You got it just because God the Father wanted it this way. Grace is God taking the responsibility for every failure of mankind. Every failure and rectifying and sending Jesus Christ to pay for it all. It's over. It's over. Every sin, every failure is paid for. Every sickness. I've heard folks, preachers get up and talk about AIDS, said it's, it is the judgment of God. No, it ain't. It's the wages of sin. But it don't make any difference. So is, so is any other sin. Jesus took care of sin. It don't matter what the sickness, the sin, or the disease, our God is in the healing business. We was preaching in, in a, a Wade prison, and we had five cases documented healing of AIDS. Brought one little fellow, weighed about 65 pounds on a cot, couldn't even walk, we laid hands on him. You know, most preachers be scared to lay hands on him. I got something in me greater than any disease. Amen. The greater one lives in me. Hallelujah. I'm in union with the God that created the universe. Amen. Father, may they be one even as we are one. One with God. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you is going to prison with us when we got them saved? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. One, one of the men been coming for about five or six months, come down, had a big black cancer on his head. He said, I've, uh, I know God will heal me. I just, you know, they hear every kind of preaching. See, they love to hear ten different kind of preachers in, in a week. And how they going to know who's right and who's wrong? 
Huh? You know how they're going to know? God's going to have to show up and demonstrate Himself. Hallelujah. I said, I'll lay hands on you and that'll dry up. Next week we come, that cancer was gone. Looked like baby skin under that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We had the biggest group down there. Praise God. Praise God. So, of His grace have we received. What? Of His fullness. Whatever He's full of. Listen, you seen what went with that? You, I, that, 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 you left Him. Now it's no longer I, but it's Christ that liveth in me. The anointed one. Praise God. Well, where do you live at now, God? Huh? He lives on 404 Buzzy Street. He lives on your street. Amen? He didn't leave anything at his old residence. When he moved from the Ark of the Covenant and moved into the temple, he brought everything he had. When he left Egypt with them and he went on Mount Sinai, fire and lightning and all that was shut up, bless God, that's what's on the inside of you. Explosions of almightiness waiting to happen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Turn with me to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Sixth verse. One God and Father of all. Well, where is He at? He's above all and through all and in you all. He's not writing this to heathens. He's writing this to born-again, spirit-filled Christians at Ephesus. Where's this God at? Where's your God at? You know, overseas, they want to know, where's your God? Let's see your God. Huh? They have demonic uh, 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 demonstrations a lot of times. I know of a, a girl went north of uh, Manila to Baguio, where uh, witchcraft headquarters is. And she was preaching, and the witch doctor got up and said, I'll challenge your God anytime. And she said, she didn't know. She just graduated from Bible school. She said, what am I going to do, Lord? said, accept the challenge. And said, he walked up on stage, and he sat down in the floor and laid down and began to levitate. Levitate levitate and rise off of, the, off of that stage. And she said, Lord, what am I going to do? She said, put your foot on him. Put your foot on him. Cast the devil out of him. She said, she said that that evening they preached, said that Welsh doctor got right with God and the whole, whole tribe and all of them around came to Jesus Christ because of the one miraculous act of God showing up. Hallelujah. One God and Father of all who's above all. All what? Anything that can come up, He's above all. Where is He at in you? Through all and in you all. Hallelujah. Above all means everything, every variety of it. Every variety of it. Wayma said, one God and Father of all who acts through all and dwells in all. I like that. Acts in all. That's what he's talking about. See, 1 John 4, 4 says, greater is he that's in you. 
than he that's in the world. Jerusalem Bible says, You're from God and have in you one who is greater than all and anyone in the world. <laughs> That's simple, isn't it? That's simple enough. Godridge, greater and more powerful by far is he that is in you. Greater and more powerful. More powerful in what, cancer? AIDS. Lack. No matter what. He's greater. He's greater than that old boy that said he ain't coming in. He's greater than. He can send one by his path that he can't have nothing but the anointing of God upon him and he'll have to bow that knee. Are you listening to me? We got a greater one in us. We've got the greatest power that the world's ever known. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. One night, when we was in Moulton, lady came. She said, uh, <coughs> my neighbor has been diagnosed with lymph node. Uh, mm, what was the name of that, Bill? Lymphoma cancer. That means in your neck, in your lungs, all over your body, all those lymph node glands. <coughs> and said... Uh, I don't even know if she's saved. I said, well, get me a baggie. And we didn't even have a baggie down there. But I prayed over a handkerchief and laid hands on a handkerchief just like this. How God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Not Paul doing anything. How our God wrought special miracles. Where is this God at? He's dwelling on the inside of you. You're one with Him. It's not you and God. It's just you and God one. When I walk, God walks. It's not two of us, it's one of us. He that's joined to the Lord is one. One person, one spirit. They carried that handkerchief and put on her. And she said when they put it on her, she jumped. And she said, what happened? She said, that's the healing fire of God. How our God? Our God. How's our God going to do it? He's going to do it through you. He ain't got anyone else. He can't send an angel. She told the doctors the next morning, said, uh, you're going to have to examine me again. Something happened last night. Said, what happened? Said, you go ahead and examine me. And they come back and said, we made a wrong diagnosis. Made a wrong diagnosis. No, you made a right diagnosis, but our God handled the diagnosis. Our God did. Praise God. They finally told her, said, it may be something to do with have you ever been scratched by a cat? <laughs> what did that have to do? Maybe the cat. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. The next Sunday morning, he said he could not hold the people in his church. He said they brought the sick, the blind, the lame, everything. One boy that was blind in his left eye played football, and it went all over town. I think he got it knocked out playing ball. Anyway, his eye got healed. He went all over town and they brought the blind. He said, I prayed for two or three blind folks. I prayed for some in a wheelchair. said, you can't imagine what they brought the lame, the crippled, and everything to him. Hallelujah. Why? Because God is in, in one with you and wants to demonstrate Jesus is alive through you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God.
While we're in Ephesians, turn back to the second chapter. <coughs> second chapter. Look in the uh, 22nd verse. He said, In whom ye also are built together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. Habitation just means God's dwelling place, His permanent house. Where does he live? He lives over there with you. What if you knew that he was in, lived in the front bedroom with you and brought all his gifts, brought all his power, brought all his love, brought all his mercy, brought everything that makes God God, brought it with him. When God leaves one place and moves another, he don't leave anything. You can go to Mount Sinai and you ain't got nothing but a hill out there. You can go to the temple now and you ain't got nothing but a building. Now, where are you going to find God? You are the temple of the living God. You're the habitation of God. You want to find God? Look at yourself. Habitation means God's dwelling place, permanent house. Beck said, to be God's home. Jerusalem Bible said, where God lives. Way said, wherein God will dwell by, his, by the presence of His Spirit. Where does He dwell? In you. You're the ha habitation of God. Praise God. Not the old man. The old man don't live here anymore. He don't live here anymore. The old man's gone. He don't even exist. You was, but God killed him. He don't exist. So the man that was a sinner has nothing to do with you because he does not exist. God didn't even put up a marker for him. He's gone. There's no record of him. No record of you ever being a sinner. The only record God's got of you is the Lamb's book of life. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 6, 16. Turn over there. Second Corinthians six sixteen, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I'll dwell in them, and I'll walk in them, and I'll be their God, and they shall be my people. One translation, Fenton. I'll dwell and travel with them. I like that. That beats Saint Christopher traveling with me. Amen. That beats me hanging something around my neck and praying to somebody that's a dead saint. I got a living God that created the universe. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. He said, I'll dwell with you and I'll travel with you. Glory to God. I'll, if you walk, I'll walk. If you go, I'll go. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ben Johnson translates that verse. For you are the house of God Himself. He has told us what this means. I live in them. I will express myself through them. I will be their source of all their needs and they will find their fulfillment through me. In Him I live and move and have my being. In Him I live. In Him I live. Lord, I thank You that we're one with You just like You were one with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn to 1 John 4. 
First John, the fourth chapter, the thirteenth verse. Hereby know that know we that we dwell in Him, and He dwells in us, because He has given us of His Spirit. You know, that's one of the things that Satan has tried to fight more than anything else is the Spirit of God, receiving the uh, Spirit of God with evidence of speaking in other tongues. You know that? After you receive the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in other tongues, there is no more doubt. I have the Spirit of God because I couldn't have learned that no kind of which way. Hallelujah. I've got something. I've got a vocal miracle that came from another world. Hallelujah. What does that mean? That means God's dwelling in me. That means God's Spirit's in me. Hereby know we that we dwell in Him and He in us because He has given us of His Spirit. See, Colossians 3, 3 said, I have died and my life is hid with Christ in God. Look in the 15th verse. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in Him and He in God. Whosoever shall confess, well, let's confess. Say this with me. Jesus is the Son of God. God dwells in me, and I dwell in Him. Whatever's in Him is in me. Now lift your hands and thank the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Turn with me back over to Big John 17. Big John 17, 21st verse again. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me. The same way that you are in me, Father, I want you to be in them. The same identical way. What do you mean? That they may also be one in us. That the world may believe that you sent me. How are we going to believe that Jesus is the sent one? The miraculous. The miraculous. It's people out there who are not fixing to believe God no other way. Unless they've seen a miracle, they're not going to... They're not gonna, they've heard religion too much. Religion carries with it lies and errors. Lies about God putting something on you. Lies about God going to take something away from you. Lies about God that God don't love you. He's going to get you. Lies about our God. Our God is in the love business. He's in the blessing business. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. The God that lives on the inside of us is all mercy. He's all hell. He can call him Jehovah Rapha. So if he's all healthy, there ain't no way he can have no sickness. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. You know, that, that, if that's the only scripture we had, if that's the only scripture we had, we wouldn't need another one. You know that? That'll encompass everything that Christianity is. Praise God. Well, where is this God that created the universe? Where is this God 
that opens blinded eyes. Where is this God that causes the lame to walk? Where is this God? I'm in oneness with Him. I'm in total union with Him. Can you shout amen? amen. You know, He said, John 14, 12, The works I do, you're going to do also and greater. Well, it ain't you going to do them, but the greater one in you. Hallelujah. It ain't no pressure on me. Praise God, praise God. One of the, one of the ladies called me last week, week before last, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And, uh, she has a, she's a white woman, got an all black church. Her husband died a few years back. She left the church. And I, I'd been seeing her for years. I didn't know her. And, uh, anyway, I talked to her about a month ago. And she got to understanding some of these truths about who you are. Said, I ain't never heard nothing like this. I ain't never heard nothing like this. Well, let me tell you something. The whole world's going to hear about this. Do you understand that? They're going to understand that our God lives in you just like He lived in Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah. She called a week before last, said, I laid hands on a little boy. They brought him down front, had sickle cell anemia. That was on a Sunday. She called me on Monday, said, I prayed for him. Said, I know he's healed. I know he's called call me back Thursday. Done carried him back to the doctor, and he is totally healed. Hallelujah. Now that didn't come about because she's such a fine preacher or something. That come about because she's understanding that it's not I, but it's Christ that lives in us. It's not I. The Master, the Creator of the universe is in union with you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. That they may be one, not two. Do you understand that? You and God ain't two people. You and God are not two beings. You and God are one. We've got a ways to go in our thinking. See, see, he said, my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts. But they can be. If you change and think like God. I have been meditating on this for about three months now. Hallelujah. One with God, just like with Jesus. One with God, just like with Jesus. One with God, just like Jesus was. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That don't belittle God. God's the one done this. He done all this. This isn't something we've done or had any part in. Hallelujah. You were created in Christ under these good works. Well, hallelujah. Get anything out of this this morning? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Rex, get some of those vistas, car. If, if it's your first time to be...